Welcome to session number 22, Eminent Domain. Once again, the government calls the shots and can take away your home. I'll explain how I came about being concerned about this way that the government has of uh, always making sure that it has the final say. 60 Minutes is one of my favorite shows, and this chapter is based on one particular episode in that show. I hope that it causes you to pause and think about what the government is actually capable of doing. One of my favorite scenes in a movie was the from the movie Network, where, if you recall, there was a newscaster who really got frustrated and announced he was going to blow his brains out on the next uh, newscast. And he said that the trouble with the world is that uh, we, we need to get mad. He didn't know how to fix anything, but first he said, you've got to get mad. And I want you right now to run to your window, open your window, and shout as loud as you can, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. And that's what you had to do before anything happened. And so this series of commentaries by me is my way of being as mad as hell, but uh, I, I'm not all that emotional. I'm a German, for heaven's sakes. Uh, we don't have emotions. And so uh, I hope you enjoy this uh, chapter, Eminent Domain. Here's my audiobook. Chapter 22, Eminent Domain. One of my favorite TV programs is the long-running news magazine, 60 Minutes. In the broadcast, a team of well-seasoned journalists do in-depth reports on newsworthy stories. They have kind of strayed away from the early years of really putting people on the spot, which Mike Wallace did so well. There was a time when the words, Hello, I'm from 60 Minutes, would strike fear in the hearts of people in trouble, and the reporters got doors slammed in their face. I loved the interviews where the face of the person being questioned filled the entire TV frame, and you could see every bead of sweat or nervous twitch. They were long interviews, artfully shot and edited down to fit into a 20-minute segment, which included a good amount of backstory. They really got into the heart of a person, and in the story's wrap-up, they never spoke ill of someone and stuck with the facts as news is supposed to be. But it was always obvious as to how the interviewers felt, making each story a kind of a commentary. For actual commentaries, that was left to Andy Rooney, who was very amusing and complained about the silliest and unimportant things. But he was also free to speak his mind about anything he wanted. Once he was talking about the 1995 Oklahoma City Federal Building bombing and the guy who did it, he concluded his talk with, I could kill the bastard. One report that really sticks in my mind was a 2003 story about eminent domain. I had never heard of this term. Mike Wallace went to Lakewood, Ohio, where a lovely street of beautiful, well-kept homes had been condemned to make way for condos and a shopping mall. Mike spoke with the property owners who were being forced to leave their homes and accept a fair market value for their house. He also spoke with city officials. It was clear that the only reason this was happening was simple greed. The city would get more taxes out of a shopping mall and closely packed in condos. Eminent Domain was originally established so that the government could build a highway as straight as possible. But now it also means that a city can, without any reason, kick people out of their homes, 
even if the home had been in a family for generations. I can understand the highway thing, but to have the power to evict a family who owns their home just so a shopping mall can be built on the site seems very wrong to me. It makes me think of the 2009 Disney Pixar film, Up. I suppose one could argue that the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, but in the Lakewood, Ohio case, the city could have built a new shopping mall somewhere else. It didn't have to be built on an existing residential zone. This is really sad, and even if the owners get a good price, it's still just as bad as when the early settlers gave the Native American Indians $24 for Manhattan Islet. What an incredible deal! The U.S. has gotten other really great deals with buying Alaska from Russia and the huge Louisiana purchase from France. I had once thought of making a documentary about the American Indians. The title would have been The People That Progress Pushed Aside. The Europeans basically invaded America and claimed it for themselves. I guess things started out okay at first, with both Indians and Europeans having a Thanksgiving dinner together. But opportunistic greed eventually replaced anything harmonious. I love how the beginning of the great 1963 Cinerama film How the West Was Won depicted the early West before the Civil War. Back then, there were just a few white men hunting game, living in harmony with the Indians. Later in the film, as more and more white people came out west and shot buffalo just for sport, the Indians attacked the settlers, and rightfully so. Imperialist countries have long been using eminent domain long before it became a law. How ironic that no eminent domain was granted to the people whose land we took over and yet now we apply it to our government. Something to wonder about. If some beings from another planet came to Earth with vastly superior firepower and wanted our planet for their own, I bet they wouldn't even care about humanity's eminent domain on Earth. Again, anyone who has the gold, and therefore the power, gets to make the rules. Well, that last version you heard of the golden rule is probably the main negative thing about our society and our world. Rich people just get to do whatever they want, and us poorer folk, the 99%, pretty much have to just deal with it, and uh, it's too bad. Okay, enough of that. The next uh, chapter is number 23, called 200 miles per gallon. There are some wonderful things that are being kept from us, all because of greed. How surprising. See you next time.